NPR. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. And I'm Waylon Wong. Today, the Federal Reserve left interest rates unchanged. And this decision was kind of a nail-biter. Heading into today, economists and people in financial markets were debating whether the Fed would keep hiking interest rates or leave them alone. And you know, when we talk about these Fed decisions, we often use a kind of casual shorthand. We say, what is the Fed going to do on rates? Or the Fed has hiked the interest rate. But there is more to interest rates than meets the eye. It's like that animated Disney movie, Ratatouille, where it turns out the talented young cook at a French restaurant is actually being guided by a rat hiding under his chef's hat. But this rat, he's the one behind these recipes. He's the cook, the real cook. He's been hiding under my tote. He's been controlling my actions. No, I've never seen this movie, but uh, Waylon, you're suggesting it as a metaphor for monetary policy, so I'm intrigued. Oh boy. Well, you will not be disappointed. Today on the show, we rip off the chef's toke of the Fed to reveal the two interest rates that really matter when the Fed is hiking rates. Ratatouille after the break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. The world needs entrepreneurial leaders, and you can become one at Babson College. Gain the skills to lead, motivate, and inspire through a specialized master's or MBA program with full-time, part-time, and online options. Turn ideas into action with a graduate program that caters to your professional needs and fits your lifestyle. Ranked number one in entrepreneurship by U.S. News and World Report. Apply now at babson.edu slash gradprograms. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Certified Financial Planners. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, Certified Financial Planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Joseph Wang used to work at the New York Fed, and today he runs the website fedguy.com, where he explains the inner workings of the financial system. When you went to register your domain, was it easy to get fedguy.com, or had someone beat you to it? It was surprisingly easy. Much harder on Twitter, though. On Twitter, I had to go to FedGuy12. Have you communicated with FedGuys number 1 through 11 on Twitter? I haven't, but I think, I think I'm the most famous among the FedGuys, so I'm happy with that so far. When the Fed talks about adjusting its interest rate target, it is referring to something called the federal funds rate. This is a rate that banks in the U.S. use when they borrow or lend money to each other overnight. And it's not a single rate, it's a range. So, for example, after today's decision, the target range for the federal funds rate is five and a quarter to five and a half percent. You can think of the federal funds rate as that French chef wearing a tall white hat and a starched jacket. The chef is the public face of the restaurant. So the federal funds rate is the range that people know. Now, the Fed still thinks of that as their policy target, and it's still round, but it's not really a meaningful interest rate anymore. When Joseph says that the federal funds rate isn't that meaningful anymore, it's because the Fed changed the way it tackles monetary policy during the global financial crisis. Today, its approach is to rely on two other rates that guide that range. 
So remember the French chef that represents the federal funds rate? Now, in the Disney film Ratatouille, there is a rat under the chef's toque, and it's got a fistful of the chef's hair in each tiny paw. That's how the rat controls the chef, like a puppeteer. Where, where are you taking me? Wait. This movie sounds amazing, and, and I see where you're going here. So you've got these two paws, they represent the two different rates, and they're working together to steer the federal funds rate. Yeah, so let's explain what these rates are. The first one applies to commercial banks. It's the interest rate they earn for their deposits at the Fed. Right, so the Fed acts as a sort of bank of banks. Banks that keep their money at the Fed get interest on those deposits, just like people earn interest on their savings accounts. Yeah, and Joseph says commercial banks essentially have this choice. They can lend out money and charge interest on that loan, or they can park their money at the Fed and earn interest at this specific rate. When the bank can say, well, I can make this loan, or I can just keep cash at the Fed and receive uh, interest. Right now, the Fed has this rate at around 5.4%. That means that a bank can earn 5.4% just by stashing its money at the Fed. So if this bank does make a loan, say to another bank, it wants to charge at least 5.4% interest. Yeah, and that's how this rate feeds through to the federal funds rate. Remember, the Fed funds rate is a range for what banks charge each other. So banks are going to charge each other a rate that's higher than what they can earn on their deposits at the Fed. Okay, so going back to our rat holding two fistfuls of hair with one paw setting this first rate, so that's the rate that commercial banks earn on deposits at the Fed. But the financial market is so much bigger than just commercial banks. There's also bank-like institutions, like large investment funds that hold trillions of dollars in assets. And Joseph says the Fed needed an interest rate for these other kinds of investors. So it set up a way for these financial institutions to also earn money from the Fed. And they earn money in this kind of roundabout way by making overnight loans to the Fed. The Fed sets the interest rate that these investors earn on their overnight loans to the Fed. And so this overnight rate must be the, the second rate that our cartoon rat is controlling. Um, now, here's a very basic question. Does that mean that someone staffs the Fed overnight? I'm glad it wasn't overnight because I did not want to stay overnight. <laughs> so overnight actually just means a one-day loan. So, for example, if you lend to the Fed, uh, let's say uh, today, uh, by 4 o'clock, and you get your money back tomorrow afternoon. Oh, they should just call it one day then. Overnight is very confusing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It takes some time to get into the lingo. I'm not sure why they call it that. Maybe just to make this stuff even more confusing for regular people. But in any case, this overnight rate functions much like the first rate we talked about. It establishes a floor for other interest rates. Suppose you are a big investor um, and you want to make a loan for two years to someone. Well, on the one hand, you can always lend overnight to the Fed at a risk-free rate. Let's say it's a 5%. So if anyone else comes to me and wants to borrow money from me, I'm going to need at least 5% return from them because they come with some credits, right? The Fed, they always pay me back. But if I lend to, say, a company, maybe they might not pay me back. So I'm going to need a little bit more than the uh, risk-free interest that I can get from the Fed. So those are the Fed's two important rates. You've got one for commercial banks and one for big investors. Both help set a floor for rates when the Fed is hiking, as it's been doing for the last year and a half or so. This is how a Fed rate hike, for example, eventually flows through to rates for car loans and credit cards and mortgages. 
Yeah, if a rat wants to open up a French restaurant in their town. Exactly. Yeah, they need a small business loan. They're going to pay that rate. So the next time you hear about the Fed hiking rates, think about an adorable cartoon rat adjusting these two very specific interest rates. By the way, if you want to hear more about why the Fed changed its approach to monetary policy, we talked about that in an indicator episode last year. We'll link to that episode in the show notes. This episode was produced by Julia Ritchie with engineering by Kwesi Lee. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Our editor is Kate Cannon, and The Indicator is a production of NPR. I hear it's Jerome Powell's favorite movie. That may uh, <laughs> require further fact-checking. I'm just wildly rumor-mongering. But now this... We do know he loves The Grateful Dead, though. Oh, that's right. He does. So maybe his favorite movie is one of these concert films. What a long, strange trip it's been, we can say, after the Fed is done hiking. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR.